Good morning. It's such a blessing for me to come to you today, bringing you the gospel of Jesus Christ. Again, 2021 is going to be a year where you're going to hear the good news of Jesus, the good news of his rule, his reign, the fact that he is the Messiah, the fact that he is the Lord, the fact that there is no end to the advancement of his kingdom, that there is no end to the greatness of his kingdom, that he is the one that is seated in the heavens with all authority, all power, all rule is on him, and he is bringing life in this earth and that we can only rest and trust in him and that we don't have to be stressed out every day having a life born from him well good morning it's such a pleasure for me to encourage you with the good news of Jesus Christ well this is our first official message for 2021 and I'm very excited to tell you that this year will be the same as other years as pertaining to the preaching of the gospel it's only going to be Jesus it's going to be I'm going to be pointing you to the true shepherd of your soul, Jesus Christ, the one who has you in his hands, the one who protects your life, who guards you, who guides you, and who has made you the promise of eternal life. Glory to God. You know, when we look at 2021, we can easily be at a place where we are afraid. We can say, Lord Jesus. I don't know what is going on. You know, 2020 was such a terrible year, and now we're entering into 2021, and it doesn't look as if things are really getting better, especially if you look at the news media and those kind of things. I've just had a person today say to me, listen, man, uh, when, he, when I asked him about uh, uh, why he, this person said things about me and whatever, and I spoke to him, and I said to him, listen, explain to me what you believe, why you believe, and where do you find what you believe from the scriptures? He said to me, listen, as a Christian, we can't always look at the Bible. We need to look at Sky News. And then we can, from in front of our eyes, see everything unfold right there. Now, I want to tell you now, it's a waste of time to watch Sky News, CNN, BBC, all these kind of things. It is an absolute waste of time to watch the news media if you want to know truth. The only way you're going to know truth is by looking at the truth, which is Jesus the Christ. You might say, but that is, that is living blindfolded into this world. Well, call it whatever you want. What I do know is that the source of life is Jesus Christ. What I do know is that he was raised from the dead. What I do know is that he keeps his promises. What I do know is that experientially I know the salvation that he's brought to my life and that I have peace in him. Glory to God. 2021 is going to be a year that is flooded with the good news of Jesus Christ from this pulpit at least. God has got people in this world where through whom he speaks, by whom he speaks, and he's bringing his message to his people. I want to tell you, Jesus is your shepherd, and I am just uh, having this, I've got the same shepherd, and he's working in me to simply point you to the shepherd continually. And that is what is going to happen in 2020. Jesus is still Lord, man. Prior to the election in Uganda and after the election in Uganda, we find Jesus is Lord. Prior to the one in the U.S. and after the one in the U.S., we find Jesus is Lord. And he was before, he was during, and he is now. The peace that he brings us now is the peace that has always been available in this whole time. Glory to God. He is our Lord. He is the one from whom we live. He is 
truly the one that smiles over our lives, protects our lives, and cares for us. Now, in today's message, I'm going to be talking about the Good Shepherd, Jesus being the Good Shepherd. What I'm going to explain to you is that this Good Shepherd, Jesus, decided that he is taking the work away from shepherds that could not shepherd his flock because he wants his flock properly cared for, and that he decided that he's going to do it himself. You know, sometimes when you, and I've heard this many times, I've said this many times myself, and I said, um, and I'm sure all people have said this, he says, I don't know why things only get done when I do it. Uh, you know, it's like, can you not do so? I want the thing done right, and then when I do it, it works. And I think to a certain degree, it might sound a little bit negative, that is what Jesus Christ is saying. God is saying that I want my people cared for in the best possible way. And when it comes to my own people, I am not giving them to others to care for them. I'm going to care for them myself. And as I care for people myself, those that have been cared for, that are flooded with my love, they will then be part of what I'm doing and they will uh, help me in this whole thing of caring for the sheep where I do it myself. Glory to God. So I want I, I want to say to you that we're going to go to Isaiah 34. We're going to hammer away preaching on Jesus removing certain shepherds, putting himself in as the shepherd when we look at Isaiah 34. Then we're going to go, uh, not Isaiah, I mean Ezekiel 34. We're going to quickly go to Ezekiel 36. Then we're going to go to John 10 and we're going to end off with Isaiah 9 and Matthew 28, 18. This is going to be a message wherein you will find yourself secure in the fact that Jesus is your Lord. It will also point you to Jesus as your Lord and as your shepherd to the point that you will not look for any other. Jesus will be your shepherd. And from looking at Jesus, you will see people alongside you, pointing you to Jesus, and you can be alongside others, pointing them to the true shepherd. Uh, but you will know Jesus is your shepherd. Glory to God. Well, let us pray together as we start this service. Father, I want to thank you that we have a God, a Father that fathers us, who is also so care, caring about us that you bring forth Jesus as the one that will shepherd us. You looked at us and you said, I need a good shepherd for my people. And you brought forth the man, Jesus, to care for us, to gather us, to heal us, to bring forth life to us, to protect us, and give us a hopeful future. Thank you for that. Thank you that we can say that we have Jesus as our good shepherd, the one who laid down his life for the sheep, not the one who wants to slaughter the sheep and sell the meat, the wool, and the milk. Thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Speak powerfully through me, Lord. Amen. Right. I want to just say again, before I get into service, welcome to everybody, those that maybe started in a little bit late. Uh, thank you for allowing me to serve you with the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us read from Ezekiel 34.1. It says, The word of the Lord came unto me, and he said, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Woe unto the shepherds of Israel who only take care of themselves. Should not the shepherd take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourself with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals. In other words, to feed yourself with food. But you do not take care of the flock. 
You have not strengthened the weak. Now he's explaining what caring for the flock means. You have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the stray or searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly and brutally. So what is a brutal and harsh rule? under a shepherd, is where you find that the weak is not strengthened, you find that the sick is not bound up, and they remain injured, you found that they are not brought back, those that has gone astray, you found that the person and the shepherd is not truly looking and searching for the sheep that is lost. That is a harsh rule. It says here, so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. So why are the people scattered? Because there's not a place where there is healing. There's not a place where their wounds are bound up. There's not a place of acceptance. There's only a place of guilt and condemnation and abuse where the people are exploited. It says, My sheep wander over all the mountains and on every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth and no one searches or looks for them. So what is he talking about here? In its true context, he's talking about physical Israel, and he's talking about the leaders of Israel that only had their own pocket in mind, that only cared for themselves, cared for their own beliefs and their own well-being, and used the people of God for that purpose. That is what he is saying here. And then he says, I want people to truly care for Israel. This message in its true context is then a type and a shadow of what God is saying about the whole world and Israel as the shepherd which was supposed to lead all the people to God. Israel was supposed to have the house of God, the temple, as a house of prayer for all nations, not just some. Israel was supposed to be a light unto the Gentiles, pointing them to Jesus as the Messiah of all people and all nations. That is what he was supposed to be, that people of all nations are welcome. But that's not what they did. They took all of the gospel just for themselves. They took this whole message just for themselves, prided themselves in the fact that they were the Jewish people. They called themselves the people of God. Instead of being a good shepherd to all people, they were not. So what I'm saying is that this message cuts both ways. It basically says that Israel is not uh, it points to the leaders of Israel not leading Israel correctly. But it also points to Israel not leading correctly as pertaining to the rest of the world. And I also believe that it can point to what's going on in the church today. It is a truth that is always true and can be applied in all areas of life. Even today, we will find people that are not good shepherds. They're not pointing people to Jesus, but they're pointing them to systems. They're pointing them to themselves. They are enriching themselves through the church and they are basically slaughtering the church to feed themselves. They're living on the death of uh, people or on the sacrifices of people in the church, uh, on their money, on their commitment and all those kind of things, exalting themselves, uh, uh, building themselves instead of giving themselves to the people. Now, uh, so I brought this to you contextually now. I brought it to you in its greater context and even in the immediate context for us today. What it is saying and what it's pointing out is that God is not actually so much upset with the shepherds. He's more concerned about the sheep. You know, if there was a motor car accident uh, and people got injured, 
maybe it is your car that a very valuable car that has been damaged but you will always be more concerned about what is more valuable and the greater value is then therefore the life here we find that God comes and he's saying, I am basically against the shepherds of Israel because my sheep are suffering. So the, the real thing that he's after is not just because he's having a bad day and wants to have a go at the leaders of Israel. God himself knows that the leaders of Israel are as much scattered sheep as what the sheep are. And he's basically just coming and saying how he feels about the sheep. Today's message, I'm going to teach you how God feels about you as a good shepherd and how he wants to care for you. Okay, so a good shepherd will be one that strengthens the weak, heals the sick, bound the injured, and that goes and helps those that are scattered and brings them to a place of green pasture where they are cared for. Now listen to what God says about these shepherds. He says, because my sheep are scattered, therefore you shepherds hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, declare the sovereign Lord, because my flock lacks a shepherd and has been plundered and has become food for the wild animals. And because my shepherds did not search for my flock, but cared for themselves rather for the flock. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherds and will hold them accountable for my flock. I will remove them from tending the flock so the shepherd can no longer feed themselves. I will rescue my flock from their mouth, and it will no longer be, you will no longer be food for them. So, okay, what is he saying? He's saying, listen, I want my people cared for. That is what he wants. And I want to tell you, in 2021, Jesus Christ has not changed. He's still saying that doesn't matter what the situation is, there is still a place, even in 2021, where he, where the sheep will find green pasture, where they will find rest for their souls, where they will find life for themselves. And the way wherein he is going to bring this forth is by saying, I will not let anybody shepherd my people, for I will shepherd them myself. That means the way, the only place where you're going to find rest for your soul in this place is under the shepherd himself, directly on the shepherd, where I, Bertie Brutz, am not your shepherd. Maybe you can, we can say, well, the God, the Bible says this given pastors and leaders and all those kind of things, uh, 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 apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and so forth. He, he's given all, he's given the, what we call the fivefold ministry as a gift unto the church. Those uh, 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 pastors, they are not there to, basically shepherd you. They are seen as shepherds of the greater or the big shepherd who is the one that truly shepherds you. So I want to say to you, the only place where you can find true peace is when you can say, Jesus is truly my shepherd. He binds up my wounds. He gathers me when I'm scattered. He brings me home when I'm lost. It is him where your call is directly to him, for he is the shepherd, where you hear his voice and his guidance. So my job, if I want to call it a job, this year in 2020 is going to simply be pointing you to the shepherd of your soul who will lead you this year, who says, I 
cannot give you into anybody else's hands to bring you peace. For I'm not sure that they will give it. So therefore I will come and I will do it myself and I will care for you. That has been true for 2000 years already where Jesus came and he himself was looking for his flock. We're going to look at that scripture now. So it says here, therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As surely as what I live, declare the sovereign Lord, because my flock lacks a shepherd and so has been plundered and has become food for wild animals. And because my shepherds did not search, I will basically remove them. It says, I will remove them from tending the flock. This is verse 10. So the shepherds can no longer feed themselves. Listen to verse, verse 11. For this is what the sovereign Lord says. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I cannot tell you what peace it brings to think that Jesus Christ says as pertaining to me, that he says to other people, he says, listen, I want to tell all other people that try to care for Bertie. Listen, it is not within your ability to care for Bertie the way I want to care for him. Therefore, I'm going to care for him myself. To other people, he says, listen, I can use you and you can be involved in, um, in, in pointing Bertie to me as the one that, that will truly care for him. I will care for him. So I've got a word for you. This is your word. This is not the word for 2021. This is the word of God. It's eternal. I must say, I get a frustration when I, uh, when I hear word for 2020 or word for 2021. I, there's just one word and it's the same word all the time. I can say, well, maybe in 2021, we're going to put an emphasis on something. But God's word has always been the same. So here is God's word for you. You want to take it just for 2021? It's a narrow way of looking at it. But here's God's word for you. Jesus says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. God will find you wherever you are and he will look after you. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock, when he is with them. How does a shepherd look after a, a, a scattered flock? I will look after my own sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. Okay, so what is he talking about here? You know, on a day of clouds and darkness, sheep can be scattered. I'm thinking of my, we've got a dog here. You've heard of this dog. Uh, we call him Piano. He's got, he's black and white, so we call him Piano. I mean, it's just logical. So, um, <clears throat> Piano, the Afrikaans would use Afrikaans word klafir. When he hears thunder, when it is dark and cloudy and there's thunder, although his hips is already old and gone and he's in pain and all those kind of things and, we, and he's not, that he's old now. Although he's old, if he hears thunder, you'll find him jump over a very high fence. I mean, we've got a high fence, uh, and he just jumps over that thing, and then he starts to run. And whenever that lightning hits, he runs more and more and more and more. 
And what we do as people who are the owner of that dog, who loves that dog, we are basically expressing what Jesus is talking about here with his sheep that gets lost. When that dog jumps the fence, we find every one of us with a driver's license and everyone without a driver's license. <laughs> Driving with all the cars, we're looking for the dog, man. We want to find the dog. We will put ads on Facebook in our area here. If you've seen this dog, pictures, we love the dog, please call us. We will call the SPCA. Uh, we will call every vet in town. We will tell them, listen, if you, anybody tells about this dog, please call us. And we will be looking for the dog. And we will have no peace until the dog is found. That is what it, what, what it is. So he says here, when my sheep are scattered because of thunder. Now you may be, you might have heard a mass of thundering that has taken place. You know, it could be a political thunder. It could have been, um, it could have been a health report. It could have been whatever it is. And you were scattered. Listen, just stand still where you are. Jesus will find you. So many times, you know, when our kids, we told them when they were small, I'm sure you told your kids that as well. If you ever get lost in a shopping mall, stand still. Don't walk. Just stand there. It's our job to search for you and find you. All they will do is they will call us. They will say, mom, dad, whatever, and they will call, and we will listen and hear, are we hearing their voice, and we will walk up and down the mall to try and find them, should that ever happen. They shouldn't walk around. My parents told me that as well. Stand in one place, we will find you, because if you walk, we can't find you. And I think we need to see that ourselves. That is not in the scripture here, but the concept is God is searching for us. And so many times when we feel scattered, when a thunder has taken place, you know, something has happened which we don't know and we find a bit uh, disorientated, not knowing where we are, trying to find our bearings. Don't jump to 20 th different teachings trying to search for God. Listen, stand still, say, God, I remember the good news and I call on Jesus. And you wait there. Right there where you are, Lord, I'm here terrified, I'm here scared, I'm worried about money, I'm worried about politics, I'm worried, but I call upon you and I know you will find me here and you will lead me to peace. And as you sit there and just wait upon Jesus and only expect him to come, what I mean by that is there will be no answer to your problem but Jesus himself. What I, when I say Jesus himself, church, Jesus himself is not just a cliche. Jesus himself is the message of the, the birth, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus, wherein he is Lord, sovereign Lord of heaven and earth, and all authority has been given to him. You, doesn't matter what your problem is, can only be found by that. Nothing else can find you. If Jesus comes your way, the way he's going to find you, he's not going to physically walk and pick you up at a physical place. And that's not how he's going to find you. He's not going to find you by solving maybe your problem you have. He's going to solve, you will be found by the resurrected Jesus who is Lord. So what I'm basically saying is you'll be found in the gospel. What will find you is the message of the resurrection of Jesus Christ.
and the fact that he is Lord, the fact that he is the one that truly rules and reigns forevermore. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is Lord. Okay, so what is he saying? Let's read it again. For this is what the sovereign Lord says. I myself will search and look after them. Search for and look after them. Okay, so who will search for them? Jesus himself. Who is Jesus today? He is the one that was born, that died, that was buried, that was bodily raised. So the only place where you can be found and the only being that will find you and how will he know you are found? In front of you will appear the glorified, resurrected Jesus. How does the glorified, resurrected Jesus appear in front of us today? Through the gospel, man. The gospel. The revelation of the resurrected Jesus. He finds us. I find whenever I'm lost in any situation, be it somebody that has cheated me in business, be it somebody that has lied about me, be it somebody that has bad-mouthed me. I mean, I've just now had somebody say to me that I've got a demon in my head that blinds my mind to see his conspiracy theory. Now, how am I going to be found if, if I get lost in that? What will find me? Jesus, how will I be found in that situation? The word of God is seated at the right hand of the Father. His message about me is the only truth. That is what, what, what will find me. Uh, what, will, what, what will find me? The fact that Jesus was bodily raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of God, and that I am complete in him. Glory to God. That's what will find me. What will find my emotions and bring them to a place of peace and joy? The revelation of Jesus Christ as I know and believe upon that and get pointed back to that. Glory to God. So he says, I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on the day of clouds and shattered. I will bring them out of the nations and gather them from the countries and I will bring them into their own land. Listen, I'm going to say something very radical, but please listen to me. No nation on the earth is God's people. There is no such a thing. God's people are gathered from all nations. No nation is God's people. The Jews thought that. And I remember in South Africa under the old, old apartheid system, we thought that. We thought we are the people of God. We, we white people. We thought we're the people of God. So no nation is God's sovereign nation on the earth. There's no such a thing. There's no nation on the earth that is the hope of other people. There's no such a thing. Jesus is the hope. No nation is the only sure hope for people in the earth. No nation is going to be used as the nation through whom God establishes his kingdom. No, he establishes his kingdom in the resurrected Jesus and then from all nations, out of all nations, he calls forth his own people. Those are then the people of God. So maybe you've been scattered a bit by the thunder of a false teaching there. You can be found by the true gospel and Jesus himself. And all the turmoil and all the fear and everything that goes around with that 
You know, I, I think of Uganda at the moment. If you were thinking now that Uganda is God's nation, the Ugandans, you know, they, Uganda is God's nation, you look at the turmoil that goes on in the politics, you will say, God's nation is what, what, what is going on? I mean, the na- you will try and protect the nation, not knowing that God's people are from that nation and those that are called out of that nation by belief in Jesus as the one that has got the only rule. Hallelujah. Who is the one that brings forth the fruit of the Spirit into you and not command you uh, to bear it, but brings it forth? Safe posture. Glory to God. Well, I have to continue. There's so much I still want to say. Um, I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land, and, and I will pastor them on the mountains of Israel. In the ravines and in all the settlements in the land, I will tend them in good pasture. Isn't that beautiful? On the mountain heights of Israel will be their gazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land. And there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountain of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down. Listen, you might have looked at what is going on in your country. I mean, in South Africa, what I'm, what I'm saying is true for all nations. You might have looked at what was going on in your country. You might have looked at your churches. You might have looked at your prophets. I'm thinking especially now uh, what, was, what is going on in the United States. All the prophetic words about the politics and things and things seemingly, seemingly not working out. You might be scattered thinking, oh my goodness, you know, what if these people are wrong and, and we, we don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, a lot of false prophets are being pointed out and, and those kind of things. And you feel now scattered. Listen, this is what the word of the Lord says here. He says, I will tend to you in the future. You might have been looking up to certain leaders. You might have been looking up to certain preachers and now they got it wrong. Now you feel you are scattered. Listen, this is the word of the Lord. I, Jesus, will care for you myself personally. I'll be your shepherd. Hallelujah, man. Glory to God. We've been looking to all the preachers. I think we need to stop that. Jesus says he will, he will care for us himself. Amen. Right. Uh, more good news. It says here, I will tend to them in good pasture. I will care for them myself. I will search for the lost and I'll bring them back. I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak. But the sleek and the strong, talking about those that were feeding now on the flock, I will destroy. Now, you might say, look, that looks a bit bad. You might, you know, Paul, Paul got destroyed. Saul, let's call it that way. Saul was a shepherd that was feeding on the sheep, his own identity, ego, all those kind of things. A lot of things was involved there and everything. He was not a good shepherd to the people and God destroyed him. How did he destroy him? Man, he saved him. Hallelujah. Made, made him a sheep, if you want to call it like that. Made him part of his kingdom. He searched him. He found Paul on the way to Damascus. The resurrected Jesus was revealed. And that's how he was found when he saw Jesus as his shepherd and he led him into life. Okay, now, um, let's go to John. 
John chapter 1. You know, when we think of a shepherd, we so many times and think of sheep. Let us think of a farmer here in the Malmesbury area. We've got a lot of sheep farmers here. They've got thousands of sheep. Imagine the shepherd, the guy that's supposed to look after the sheep. The owner of the sheep is the farmer. Then there's a shepherd. They're supposed to look after the sheep. Imagine he slaughters the sheep. He's got to spend some nights in jail. He's not allowed to do that. There's serious laws against such things. Serious laws. And with serious punishment, you don't steal animals. You don't, even if you are a shepherd and you slaughter. If the farmer must find out that the guy was supposed to look after the sheep, was slaughtering the sheep, making himself wool coats out of that, eating the meat, and then he doesn't even care for any of the sheep, he's going to be removed. That's the way. Now, we today, when we think of sheep, we think of sheep being, uh, they are there on a farm for one purpose at the end of the day. Yes, the farmer will look well after them. He will care well of them. He will see that they are in green pasture. He will see that they are fed. He will see that they are protected. He will see that they are everything that can protect them. He will get every danger away for this sole purpose, to eventually slaughter them and sell, sell the meat so that he himself can live. Now, there's a wonderful passage in John chapter 10 that addresses that very thing that changes the whole way we look at Jesus as our shepherd, that puts the whole thing of shepherding people in a completely different category. What this means is, if you look at a normal shepherd that has got sheep, he's got 1,500 sheep, and all he does is he feeds them, he um, makes sure it just goes well with them, and you ask them, so when are you going to take profit from this? And you say, no, never. They're going to have life and life in abundance. They're never going to be slaughtered. They're never going to be sold. They're never going to die. I want these sheep to live forever and be good to them. Now, <laughs> that changes. I mean, you go to any farmer out here, you're telling you, you keep the 1,500 sheep, you're just going to push money into them all the time and you're just going to care for them for, and they, you're going to even inject them with something that caused them never to die and you're going to let them just feed them here forevermore. You're going to say, I'm not going to do that. You're crazy. But that's what God does. We're not just sheep. Now imagine how crazy it would be to shepherd sheep in a way where they're never going to be slaughtered, where they're never going to die. You want them to live forever. You must think differently about them. You must feel differently about them. That's how God feels about you. That's what he brings you. And we're going to read it. John 10. I want to read from verse 6. Jesus used this figure of speech, but when the, when the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them, he said the following words, Verily I tell unto you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whosoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it 
to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So I want to tell you this. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. The only message, the only truth that can ever shepherd you is the resurrected, glorified Jesus, who he is and what it means. That is all. He is the good shepherd. Good shepherding is in the light of the resurrected Christ, in the shadow of the Almighty. Jesus, the good shepherd. Glory to God. Isn't that absolutely powerful? He will look for you. He will care for you. Now let us look at how he binds up the brokenhearted, how he cares for them. We're going to look at two more passages. I'm going to quickly look at Ezekiel 36, and we're going to just um, hammer away from verse 24. It says, for I will take you out of the nations. Okay, now this sheep that's carried is going to take it out of the nations. He said in chapter 34, I will gather you. Now chapter 36, this is how he's going to gather them. This is what the true problem is. This is what the true feeding is. This is what the true care is. This is what he says. For I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. You will wash you with the washing of the word. Okay. What is the washing of the word? It's the message of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It says you've been dirty. You've been scattered. You've been afraid of death. You've been afraid of all these things. But I bring you to your own land. This is the eternal promised land of eternal life. I'll bring you to the message of eternal life. And there I will sprinkle you with a clear message of what I've done for you and who I am as your Lord. He says, I will give you a new heart. Oh, sorry, verse, verse uh, it says, um, I will clean you from all your impurities and from your idols. So what are you talking about? The scattered people. The scattered people was the people that didn't hear the true message of the gospel that actually went and worshipped idols. He says, I will bring you back from idol worship and I will cleanse you from this beliefs that you've had as pertaining to idols. And then he says, I will cleanse you from these impurities, wrong beliefs. I will put a new heart in you and a new spirit in you. I will put a new way of belief in you. And I will also put a new source of life in you. Your source of life is not going to be the systems of this world anymore. Your source of life is not going to be what people think about you anymore. Your source of life is going to be the resurrected Jesus. Can you see how he's leading them to himself, the resurrected Christ? I will remove them. From your heart, I will remove the heart of stone from you and I will give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land that I have promised your ancestors and you will be my people and I will be your God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, this shepherd that we have, how long will he be the shepherd? That is the thing. And, and how does it work? 
And I've, I've, I've had so many people say to me, Bertie, you cannot just keep your eyes on Jesus. You just need to be real. Keep your eyes also on what's going on in this world. Know what's going on in this world. Try to be involved in this world. Listen, I'm not looking at the world. I'm only looking at Jesus. And I am involved in this world by in this world, not looking at the world and preaching in this world the gospel that I'm preaching right now. It will not change by the grace of God. Same for you, man. Have that tenacity about you. Have that thing about you, well, I don't care what they say. I don't care what the news media says. I'm not even interested in that. What they say is irrelevant. What is true, what will last forever, is the good news of Jesus as Lord. How are we relevant in this world through the good news? We see the resurrected Jesus. We have a life born from him. From there, we love people. The way wherein we love people is the way Jesus loved them. How did Jesus love people? He loved his enemies. He loved his enemies. He cared for the enemies. He laid his life down for the enemies. He was not born. His life was not born from the enemy, meaning he was not in rebellion. Jesus wasn't rebelling against what people were doing. He was bringing life. That was what, it, what it's all about. We will have his kind of a life. Glory to God. When Jesus was beaten on the cross, he was saying, I'm in my heart, I love people. And then people will say, oh, yeah, so you want to do the thing the way the Father does it, this love, love, love thing? What about this nail? What about this crown of thorns? We're going to get you. We're going to get you not to have this way of the Father. And we find that Jesus couldn't change. He was just, that's the way he is. A very robust life that couldn't be destroyed. And when they said, well, we're going to dish death out to you, then he rose from the dead. Glory to God by the voice of the Father. And he is standing forever right now. And now from him we are born. Glory to God. I end off with this. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be on his shoulders, and he will be called the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there shall be no end. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. <laughs> He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom to establish it and upholding it with justice and righteousness. There's one scripture that I've missed here in, 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 in um, Ezekiel. Talking about justice. He says, I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. But the sleek and the strong, that I will destroy. I will shepherd my flock with justice. That's the part that I missed out there. I will shepherd my flock with justice. What is justice? Justice to God is to bind up the brokenhearted. Justice to God is to heal the sick. Justice to God is to save the lost. Justice to God is to bring them to a place where they are shepherded only by Jesus. So if we say justice shall be served in our nation, what shall we say? We say people will look to Jesus, believe upon him and have a life born from him. That's how justice is served. No other way. The lie will be revealed. How will the lies and corruption be revealed? What will be revealed is the lies that has been taught by people that call themselves the shepherd of the people, leading them to a place where they are not experiencing uh, looking at Jesus only for life. 
Hallelujah. I want to tell you that we have a Jesus that can never die. <laughs> and as we look on him, he gives us life. And his life is then born in us. Glory to God. He's going to shepherd you with an eternal shepherding. He's not standing away. He's looking. He says, I love you so much that I'll care for you myself. And the way he manifests to you is in this gospel of the resurrection. We rest in that. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, this message brings so much peace to me as I preach this. Oh, hallelujah. I feel so secure. I feel so safe. I feel so cared for. I feel that my eyes are not looking to anything else. I feel safe in the hands of Jesus. For I've been given to Jesus by the Father, and so have you. And it's the job of Jesus to keep you and lose none of you and raise you up in the last day. You are secure. Glory to God. Well, thank you so much for watching this message, allowing me to serve you with the good news of Jesus Christ. I'll continue to put on messages this week on Facebook and uh, just a short message of encouragement and as well as on YouTube. And then I will see you again next week. God bless.